Sorry, just a just a moment. Mm. Oh, Got to prep the instrument. Oh. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Go to damn the Welcome to Dice Age, baby. <laughs> this program is an actual play podcast containing strong language, crude humor, and depictions of violence. Content warnings can be found at the beginning of each episode description. We all want to make this show safe for our listeners, and as such, we would encourage you to contact us on Twitter at either Dice Age Podcast, all one word, or Reverend underscore Roscoe, with suggestions or critiques for our content warnings. Thank you, and enjoy. Have you heard who the captain is for the voyage across the sea? It's that crazy son of a bitch, Signa. Yes, the one with the uh, colorful metaphors. You heard much about him? No, no, me neither. But his mother made a name for herself when she was younger. Hell of a raider. Hope it runs in the blood. No, I'm, I'm aware that, you know, nobody ever comes back from the voyage. That does not mean that they do not make it. When we get there, we'll find our people. Hopefully, most of the work will be done for us. And if not, well, this Signa... He will be put to the test. I bet my fucking audio bar turned purple there. Jesus. It's, it's <laughs> like your volume went from normal to whoom down there. Nice, nice, nice. It's slowing my upload speed, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm crashing Riverside with, the, with how much of a loud bitch I am. Hello and welcome, friends and enemies. You are listening to the Dice Age Podcast. I'm your producer, host, and guide, Bishop. You can find me on Twitter and most other places at Reverend underscore Roscoe. Uh, joining us today are, as usual, Emily, Pax, Emmett, and Kay. Would each of you like to introduce yourselves so we can get to know your beautiful voices? Uh, hi, I'm Emily. I use all pronouns. Um, yeah, nothing else really. You can find me on Twitter, but you have to catch me first. Um, hi, uh, I'm Pax. I'm the cute, understated, quiet one. I don't like talking, but I, I guess if you wanted to, you could find me on Twitter at Pax Lillen, but I don't know. I, I'm probably not worth it or anything. Ooh-woo. ooh it's, it's not like I like you or anything. Baka. Uh, Kay. <laughs> when you catch your breath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kay, she, they. You can find me at Obey Wan Kenobi. And Emmett. Yo, what's up, guys? It's Emmett Workers Jam coming at you. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at EJWick33. Uh, I don't do anything on there, but you know, it's nice to know that you support. We, we do have a, a Dice Age uh, Twitter account. I haven't used it very much yet. Uh, it's at Dice Age Podcast. Um, today, we are playing Iron Sworn by Sean Tompkins. 
Uh, the core rules for Ironsworn are available for free at ironswornrpg.com or drivetorpg.com. As a reminder to us all, Ironsworn sets forth a set of principles for players and GMs. Players should 1. Swear Iron Vows and see them for fulfilled or forsaken. 2. Portray heroic characters in a harsh land. 3. Begin and end every scene and action with the fiction. 4. Forge a story through conversation. And 5. Share the spotlight. As a GM, I should deliver answers or turn questions back to the players. Facilitate, not impose. And 3. Embrace chaos. Which I think so far we've been doing pretty well at. We get a cold open to the a black screen. We get the sound of the iron horn of the of the iron priests that Endra is blowing at the center of town. We see shots of people leaving their homes, like with confused looks on their faces. Some people look worried. Everybody starts heading towards the center of town. We get a shot of um, care up on one of the roofs as people move through the streets below. Um, Eric is not with her. Um, Eric is, gets, um, is like sitting off to the side somewhere next to a house. And one of the people walking by um, is like, "What's? Uh, where's your sister? What's going on? You, you need to come with us so you're safe. Blah, blah, blah. And he ends up getting picked up by a group of um, well-meaning citizens of the circle and taken to the center of town. Um, we see shots of Endra in the center of town, like waving people in to, so they can go into like the meeting hall or whatever the whatever we're calling the longhouse or whatever at the head of the circle. Not that the circle has it, but you know what I mean. Um, and we hear as like we get that last shot, we hear the bellowing noises and or like the hooting or whatever of this creature as it comes through the forest. And then we cut to the last shot of last episode, which is the creature coming through, tripping over the, the, the trip line that um, Emmett and, I'm sorry, Durgan and Cigna had set up. It kind of trips and lumbers forward, oh, crashes to the ground, and that was when Cigna, I believe, and if I'm wrong, I'm retroactively uh, changing it to Cigna, uh, leaps up from wherever he's hiding and brings his hammer up to bring it down on this creature. So, so I have in my notes, take plus one against first action, taken against the monster, which it sounds like is me, enter the fray. That's what it sounds like. So would we say this is a troublesome foe, dangerous, formidable, extreme, or epic foe? I think this is probably formidable. This is a formidable foe. Mm. Um, exceptional fighters and mighty creatures. So that's what, yeah, that's what this guy is, is, is formidable. So I'm going to start a 10-track uh, thing. So you guys know, formidable creatures, or formidable foes, rather, uh, you will take one progress per harm. When you attack it and you, and you do harm, you get one progress. Uh, when it attacks you, you're going to take three harm. So don't get hit. 
And because we're striking without warning, I believe I'm rolling plus shadow. Yes, you're rolling plus shadow. Wonderful. So I am sort of crouched in the tree. My warhammer, I'm realizing, is still in that fucking cave and was destroyed along with the rest of my mind and body. And so this is what seems to be like a very, very small log that I have like jerry-rigged with like twine a rock on top of. This is very likely to break mid-combat, perhaps even now. And so as I make this first roll, as I cry out my battle cry, I'm like, <laughs> as I or, or the Kermit style, <laughs> as I, I run screaming from the tree, we quickly flash into the mind palace of our uh, game master as I ask, how does this work again? I roll two d10s, right? <laughs> yeah, I definitely wasn't um, ignoring Bishop's recap to look up the rules on roll twenty. It's I okay. definitely no, was you not know what? Sure. baby. I got you. I got you. I'm not gonna let you fumble. You will roll two d10s. Those are your challenge dice, and then you're gonna roll a d6 plus shadow in this particular case, plus one, because you set up an ambush. I rolled a two and a one. On, on your D10s? D10s. Yo, okay. new Cygna's back, new Cygna, cool Cygna's back, let's go, baby. And then I rolled a one on the D6, but plus shadow, and plus <laughs> and plus uh, the one bonus. That is a, a totally fine roll, as I have earned a strong hit. We take plus, I take plus two momentum, and we have initiative. That is correct. I might I might put that in the background. I also think I'm gonna put that in the background. Just for yourself? Yeah. What do you think I've been doing? I've been scoring this whole thing, man. You have advantage. Um we're gonna go, I guess since the starting signal, what's your first thing you're gonna do? You're gonna I assume strike. Oh, that's a separate thing. Oh, yeah, so that bro. doesn't... Oh, okay. Enter the phrase so is telling us how the battle starts. So if you if you had a weak hit or a miss, it, it would not be going great. Like, you could have fucked up the ambush. Great. Okay, so I'm falling currently, and with that great success, you're getting a sense that it looks like it's going to be pretty good. Let's see how the hit actually goes. This, this one second I've been falling has gone pretty good so far, so we're rolling a four. That's... And a three! Okay, okay, there's a chance. Let's get this C6 going. And it's a four. Strong hit again as the hammer crashes down on this titanic troll-like creature. The warm glow of the moonlight coolly bathing the, the, the forest underneath as I smash the rock into it and somehow... I know I said cool and warm! I know I said cool and warm! You're hot and you're cold! <laughs> yes, the troll knows the hammer's in and out! I'm killing him down! Okay, great. So... <laughs> I hit, and through some miracle of modern ingenuity, the rock stays on the log. It's like, crash it down. Okay, great. Uh, so, narratively, I'm going to say that Enter the Fray was the, the tripping of the ambush. We'll see. Ah. So then, yeah, so you falling and breaking this thing. Uh, it, it lets out like a, like a, like a, a bellow from deep down in its chest. Uh, who's, who's doing what next? I, I assume Durgan, you're up, you're right there on the front line. I think I'm gonna back up my friend here. I think I'm gonna come out, I'm gonna sheath out my, uh, my sickly iron tip spear and take my sword, uh, my shield out. I think I'm gonna go skirmisher. I'm gonna get into this, uh, I'm gonna get right in. And I'm going to, uh, utilize my new skill that I picked up on my advancement. I'm Ooh. going to attempt to, 
striking close combat, and then I'm going to attempt to drive my spear home. So for this roll, I'll take an additional plus one, and if I can make it, it does uh, plus two harm. Um, but this I have to, if I then I have to face danger and roll iron to recover my spear. So I could lose my spear from this. Yeah. But I think <laughs> the plus two harm is worth it. So I'm gonna okay. try and make this strike with iron. I, I yeah. All right. So let me roll this up. Six and a seven, and we got uh five plus three plus one is gonna be nine. So that's gonna be a Yo. strong hit. Good. I'm gonna fucking uh take this out, get a nice running start, dig my heels in so I sink into the ground, and launch my spear into this thing's dome if I can. Do we do we get like the anime like? We we get like the running up with the the spear comes back and like I, how do I how do I describe the shot that I'm thinking of? It's like it's running with you and then you stop suddenly. The camera like continues for like a meter. It snaps. We get a cut to like your feet in the dirt and you we see your heels come up and, and like rotate in the dirt as your hips come through and the spear just like and we get the JoJo like punch sound effect where it's like a jet engine. <laughs> Spear launches from your hands. So, <laughs> if I'm if I'm imagining this right, so that's one harm plus two harms. So that's three harm. That that sure. does. Okay, and then you have to but face danger after the fact. I, I gotta try and recover this spear. Um, okay. It does let me make this like right after though. So sure. So that's a total I, of five harm, which means he's halfway down already. Uh, okay. you did one. Durgan I, does on three. a strong hit. You get plus one harm. Oh shoot! Yeah, you're right. No, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, I misread that. Yeah, you're halfway. <laughs> Fool's lawyer, rules lawyer, rules lawyer. You're already halfway there. This is bullshit. Uh, according to facts and logic, this troll is doing very poorly. He uh, is. He is. Okay. So I'm going to try and see if I can't face danger by rolling iron. All right. That is a... Guys, that's a one and a one. That's a one and a one. Um, so roll, roll it up. One. I rolled a one on the fuck, but it's plus iron, so it's plus two. You lucky. So Isn't doubles like something? Oh, something special happens. happens. Yeah. So, so you get so what's, the, what's, the, what's the result of your of your face danger? It's just a I strong get my hit. spear back. Okay, that's all it is. Uh, I think so. You you like planted your feet. You jam your spear in, and I think. You end up, like, as it tries to, like, get at you, it, like, raises one shoulder up, and you get, like, pole vaulted up and over, and you land on the other side of this thing. Like, boom! And there's, like, a big cloud of, like, just, uh, whatever, detritus from the from the floor that comes up. Dirt and leaves and, and whatever. Awesome. I'm flanking the signal now. It tries to, like, it's trying to, like, clamber up. Cool. Uh, who, who next? I'll go. Yeah, what's Cleo um, doing? Cleo is mounted on Stan after the whole thing because she was, I believe where we left off, she was like trotting the perimeter. Yeah, yeah, you were perimeter. scouting around the perimeter. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, I must assume here that Cleo has since noticed that her friends are taking action against this creature. Mm -hmm. Um... So Cleo's going to want to be like, I gotta help these guys because they're they're we're we're bros now, um, and she's going to charge Stan at this beast 
with my new um, upgraded asset, uh, we have Mighty for horses. So when you strike or clash at close range while mounted, add a plus one and inflict plus one harm on a hit. So. Cleo so we get like the snap zoom, like Durgan gets flipped up and over and lands. We get the snap zoom to like the um, Cleo rounding the corner of the, or rounding like the outside of the palisades at like a like breakneck, like yes. coming Cleo's at this thing. Cleo's probably going to, like, see, seeing this arm move up, she's probably going to try and, like, slash the arm or something. So, yeah. so, let me, let me, let me roll. Oh, jeez, wait. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. What a, wait. Um, what am I adding? Just the plus one on a mounted strike? You, so, <clears throat> on a strike, with, in or, close quarters, you're adding plus iron. Okay. Uh, let me open up your... My your, iron your, your is plus one. Say to add, let's see. So, asset. so do I stack the plus one for mighty? So, you're also gonna, yeah. you're gonna add another plus one for okay. your mighty. So, you're getting Great. iron plus one. Uh-huh. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I got a weak hit because I rolled a 10 and then I rolled a 2 and then on the d6 I rolled a 3 plus 2 is 5. Still okay. A weak hit. That's, but that's okay. Since, that's not... since I hit, do I still inflict that plus 1 harm? Uh. Because it just, it just your... says hit. It doesn't say like, it doesn't emphasize like weak or strong. On a hit, yeah, just do plus one day. Yeah, any weak or strong, you do an extra damage. Uh, on a weak hit, inflict your harm and lose initiative. So, what's your harm is plus two, is two, right? Yeah. You're doing plus one harm, yes. Okay, so you're at seven progress out of ten. I'm so upset that this is going so well for you. Um, <laughs> I just had shit that I wanted to, like, I was like, okay, if things go real bad, I have things, like, that I want to, like, show the, the like, the party and things I want to show the audience. And it's like, oh, it's not going to happen, is it? No, it's not. That's okay, though. I mean, I mean we're still... Don't be precious still, with it. It's still early. Embrace chaos. Yeah, well, I mean, he has initiative now. So, <laughs> we have Durgan on one side, Cigna on another, Cleo's right there on stand. Uh, I think this thing stands up. Um... And it sees Cleo on Stan's back, and <clears throat> you see, like, this, like, splotches of, like, a, of, like, um, bright reds sort of, like, appear along, like, the, these big, like, wide, like, um, what, what do we say, like, elk antlers looking things, these real, real broad, wide, you see, like, like, splotches of red show up. And this thing starts like, and it and it's gonna try to snatch you. Don't mind me, I'm breaking shit. It tries to snatch you off Stan's back. It's gonna try to grab you off of Stan. So this is gonna be a clash. Uh, Cleo, okay. when your foe has initiative, which he does, and you fight with them in close quarters, roll plus iron. Six. Three. Uh, let me check. 
two plus one is three. So that is a miss. You get a plus one for being mounted. (gasps) Ooh, so that's a weak hit. Okay. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, On a weak hit, inflict your harm. So you're going to do another two harm. But now you have to pay the price, and they, he still has initiative. Uh, paying the price is going to be a suffer move, right? Endure harm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're going to take three harm. Okay. We said. Okay. Oh. And then you are going to roll either plus health or plus iron, whichever's higher. Okay, we got a five. We got a three. We got a four, plus health is plus two, so that is okay, a... Okay, strong hit. Yes. Okay, you can you can choose one. Shake it off, which is, if your health is greater than zero, suffer minus one momentum in exchange for plus one health. Or, you can embrace the pain and take plus one momentum. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna suffer one momentum, gain one health back. Okay. Uh, the enemy still has uh, still has uh, initiative. How um, how many uh, harm has it taken? Nine. <laughs> cool. Can I roll to turn the tide? Yeah. <laughs> of course you can. What's 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 care doing from the from the rooftops back in? We said last episode that Care has, um, oh god, and then Care can say I have to use the fucking accent. Um, why did I make this choice for myself? Uh, we said last episode that Care has a, a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. And so seeing Cleo get her shit rocked yeah. like that, she's um, gonna get on one knee, carefully knock the arrow. And then try and aim at, like, a weak spot or something. Like, since it just made a move, hopefully, like, it's in a place where it's preoccupied. And it's not, um, just, like, aim right for, like, right in an eye or something. And then... Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna read the text for Turn the Tide. Once per fight, when you risk it all... You may steal initiative from your foe to make a move, which is not a progress move, which is, that sounds like what you're doing. So it sounds like you're going to make a strike. It would it would probably that. be clashed because he has initiative and I'm going to You're right. To yes, you're right. Initiative. Yep. Um, so you're going to roll plus edge. Um, when you do, add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit. I rolled two twos. And then a one plus two is a three. That's a strong hit. (sighs) I was going to have you shoot care. (laughs) I was like, oh, care's fucking shot. Uh, Okay, cool. On a strong hit. Care or Cleo? I'm care. Cleo. I'm sorry. I was going to hit Cleo gets shot. Uh, so, luckily that doesn't happen. There's some universe where Cleo's, Cleo's now dead, uh, but luckily oh that's God. not this universe. Um, so, you can take harm. plus one momentum, because you got a hit. Um, on a strong hit, you're going to inflict your harm, which it doesn't, it's just one. 
Yep. That's all you need. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Choose one. On a strong hit, choose one. You have the initiative now. You bolster your position. You can take plus one momentum, or you can inflict plus one. You know what? Um, to you end the fight, the momentum. I don't. I don't think we need the um, harm to end the fight. We have initiative, yep. and so I'm going to take the momentum. Okay. So, <clears throat> Cleo gets her shit rocked. This thing's got her in his clutches. Uh, Care sees this happen from the rooftops. Draws back, and we get like the slow mo. Like we hear the we hear the bending of the bow. We hear the drawing back of the of the string, and she lets loose. And there's like that we get like a like split second, like like three shots at the same moment, and then it we get the air like the the shot of like looking down the length of the arrow as it right into the thing's eye, and it like it lets out a roar and it drops it drops Cleo. Um, who, who tumbles back to the dirt, and you have the initiative. Who's going to do what? Um, I think if we're going to keep on rotation, this is is this back to Cigna? Yeah, so everybody's gone? <clears throat> yeah, everybody's gone once. Uh, you have taken back the initiative. This thing's at 9 out of 10 progress. This was badass. I, I want to pass this back to, to Cleo because things didn't go so well the first mm -hmm. time. I want to, like, see, like, Cleo's recovery and turnaround. So I can just, like, end the fight, right? Yeah, if you want to make that move. Yeah, because we're, we're at full progress, right? You're, well, you're at 9, nine out, of out of 10. I took the momentum instead. took the momentum. I don't think we need it. So as long as you don't roll, as long as you don't roll two tens. Do you think we should just, just end the, try to end the fight? Yeah. What do you want to do? What, is, what yeah. does Cleo do when she charges in? She stabs this thing. It gets up and, and like crushes her in his hands and, and picks her up off stand. You've been taken from your horse and then dropped in the dirt. Cleo's this thing's blinded in one eye. It's probably like stumbling around trying to pick you up again. Cleo's so cranky. She's so cranky. <laughs> <laughs> She probably like gets off the dirt, finds her spear, brushes herself off real quick, and says, Oh, bless your heart, and like goes to stab this thing. <laughs> Incredible. Oh bless, your oh, bless your heart. Um, yeah, so I want to roll to end the fight. Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, when okay. you make a move to take decisive action and score a strong hit, you may resolve the outcome of this fight. If you do, roll the challenge dice and compare it to your progress. Momentum is ignored on this roll. Okay. So, 1d10 is a 4. Oops, that is not the right dice. <laughs> An 8. Hey, congratulations. On a strong hit, this foe is no longer in the fight. They are killed, out of action, flee, or surrender as appropriate to the situation and your intent. Me, as DM, like, if I were playing, like, D&D &D and I wanted to bullshit this, I'd say it runs away. But that's not my call to make. This is your call to make. Your intention is to kill this thing? Uh, yeah. Correct? Yeah. Okay. And I... it's and as appropriate to the situation, you want to kill this thing. So I think yes. it's dead. How okay. does that, what does that look like? When you, is it, like... Cleo is the whole, with an like, arm and you roll underneath and you like and you just get it up under the ribs or or what? Oh, so if it's standing, 
right? Yeah, it's up. Okay, yeah, okay, up, cool. Right. So this is this is a tall motherfucker, right? Yeah, he's like he's like eight feet tall. Cleo has a spear, and Cleo gets up, brushes herself off, maybe dodges out of the way if it tries to swing, and just as you know, her oh bless your heart, and is looking up at her real angry. Emphasis on angry, not angry. <laughs> and, and just takes the spear up, like whole like jugular. You're Lord of the Rings in it. Yes, Lord of the Rings in it. Cave trolling okay. it. You hear, you hear the yelp. It like I say yelp, but it's like if it were like three octaves lower than like what a yelp sounds like. And it it grabs the spear, and then it it just kind of boom. And this, your your butt of your spear hits the dirt. This thing's like propped up for a second, and then it just kind of like f- falls into the ground, and like its neck twists unnaturally because the spear and like the way this it's falling on the spear and on its body. It's hot. So it's like slumped in the mud, one blind eye, big old antlers. That red that red splotchy stuff starts to is like fading away. You won. You did it. Holy shit. We are going to cut from the end of that battle to Eric in the longhouse. Yeah. Um, He's, like, sitting in the crowd of people. Um, You can hear the battle outside. You can hear this thing roaring um, and making noise or whatever. Uh, I think think Eric's sitting, like, near the door when... Endra walks in. He's probably in like a corner on the side of the wall that the door is on. Yeah. Okay. So like, if you so, walk in immediately to like that, just like so yeah. Just... So after the, everybody gets gets gathered in there, uh, Endra walks in and he kind of scans the room and he sees Eric sitting off to the side and he he approaches him, and he's like, uh, "Oh, hi, hi there. Uh, my name's Endra. I, I I think I I think I know your." Your sister? Uh, I... Are you sure? I I believe I've seen you two together. I mean, I don't. Is, um, she, is she your mother? She came to. She came. She came and got me and um, told me to bring people. Everybody here. I don't. Do you know who I'm talking about? Her name's. Uh, um, uh it's it's um. It's care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And he, he kneels down and he like puts his hand out to shake uh Eric's hand. He goes She seems like a very brave woman. Uh yeah. She's uh my my sister's pretty cool, I guess. Uh would you do you not have any other family here? What happened what did you where your mother and father? Um they're not uh home uh, uh, we they they sent us out to um, go on uh, ad- adventures and try and um, earn some money. He did, he was kind of concerned. He's like they sent you they sent you on an you on an adventure. They sent care on an adventure, and I tagged along. Oh, you ran away. Uh, uh something like that. Yeah. How long ago did you run away? Uh, it's been a few months. A few months. Oh, that's not so bad. Have you have you traveled far? Somewhat. Is Eric gonna shake his hand? 
No. Okay, he, he'll retract his. No, no, he, he's very. I, I had. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I forgot that he had extended his hand. Okay, but, but I think Eric sort of just looks at it. And, and I, I think after the first couple questions, yeah, he'll, he'll retract his hand. Um. So he'll ask, "Where, where are you from originally?" Um. Uh, I, I town south. South. Huh. Like how far? Like. Haven? South? Flooded, the flooded lands? The deep wilds? <laughs> the last one's obviously uh, a joke. Yeah, not not the deep. Yeah, I have to ask. Sure. You know, I... We're from the deep wilds. Yeah, we'll go with that one. Ooh, you must be elves. Silly joke. No, we're not from the, the deep wilds. We're not elves. Oh, oh, I thought I... You got me. Uh, well... Just so you know, if you need anything, you or your sister, always feel free to come to me. She seemed a little uh, nervous, we'll say, when she came and asked for my help earlier. She's just generally jumpy, I think. You know, that's fair. Strangers in a strange town, you know, I get, I get it. I, To be honest, even though I know most of the people here, um, be, being not in... Reykjavellar anymore, being in this new settlement. Um, it's a little nerve-wracking, especially with all the new troubles we've had lately, you know? So he will reach into his pocket, and he's going to pull out, like, an iron trinket, and he's going to hand it over to Eric. He's going to, like, hold it out and say, here, just no matter, like, how difficult things might get, and I'm sure you know this already, having been on the road for months, you know, there's always there's always a little hope. You know, this is just a little token of my faith that everything's going to work out. And I just feel like maybe you should, maybe it'll do you some good down the road. Eric's going to hold out his hand and he's going to try to subtly um, have his sleeve over his hand so that he does his skin doesn't come into contact with the iron. He's not going to drop it into, he holds it out in the palm of his hand and waits for Eric to pick it up. He's going to... Um, try to do like a little like bashful laugh mm -hmm. and look down as he grabs it so that his eyes aren't in view to eric's hands this iron is like frigid it's like very cold um <clears throat> and the rest of the room is very warm uh i think endra when he looks back up at endra endra's hand is still out he's not he doesn't have like any malice on his face at all he looks completely like on the level and he just says, like, it's all right for everybody to keep their secrets, little brother. And he gives him a pat on the head, and he stands up and he walks away. Uh, and that's, and I think that's about Eric the point. Eric has a silent hear, panic attack in the corner. We, we hear the roaring from outside, and then we hear the large thud as the thing collapses. Care included? Care jumps down. Yeah, what's, um, yeah what does Care uh, do? Yeah, because we, we know what the party's doing, like, at the monster. Um, what, is, what is Care doing? The the house is close to the palisade. Would it be close enough that if Kara got a running start, she'd be able to like jump over the palisade or no? No, I think they would have built it such that they wouldn't want anything to climb up on the palisade and then jump onto the roofs. Fair enough. Um, so, I mean, you could try, um, but I don't think it would work out very well. No, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> you could you could always make like a face danger or something. How far away are they? I mean. I don't think we ever drew like a map 
it's not no. terribly far from like the palisade to the to the forest. Like you could go outside and get there pretty like in like a minute or two. Yeah, since Cleo just got injured, Care jumps down and and runs to them. What what are what are Durgan and Signa doing? Like what what do you do with the, what do you do with this like giant monster body? Like I am going up to its feet to check for hoof and to check for like mammoth feet. Uh, no mammoth feet. And I'm going up to its feet to check that they are not really hands, and that this is uh, not just a large, uh, uh, human-faced, uh, horse that stands. It is not that. Um, I think, I believe we described the footprints as, like, uh, the large toe was sort of, like, further up, like, in such a way that it was, like, further separated from the other four toes. This, it matches those footprints. This is a cold tusk. This isn't a dog-faced horse creature either. Staring at them in disbelief, like, yeah, buddy, yeah. <laughs> hey, Cleo, you're right. Yeah, doing uh, just fine. She's like looking to see where Stan went. We would be up the proverbial freak of shit if it weren't for Cleo the Cranky. If it weren't for Cleo the Cranky, we murdered this guy in what feels like about 10 seconds, eh? Yes? Yeah, I'd say so. We're a capable bunch, I'd say. Ah, so I was not exactly clear. Why did we kill this guy? This thing was stealing shit from them, right? More iron, right? It was, it was no, doing circles this... around the. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I don't no, want to good. interrupt you. Are you is this no, clarify so we don't go on for five minutes. Okay. Yeah. yeah I don't no, this was not um, stealing anything. This was, there was that fog that was falling over the town at night, and people were hearing this, they were hearing this thing, that you now know it was this thing, uh, like roaming outside of the town, like scraping its uh, antlers on the palisades, um, they could hear it making noises and in like the forest and stuff and like if you if you hadn't found it if you hadn't like killed it this night like things it probably would have escalated no, or not probably it would have escalated this thing was like probably like scoping out the, the, the circle it looks like things would have gotten worse if we'd left this to its own devices everywhere that it was scratching and trying to get to was the whatever place was cr whatever place with humans was closest to the wall. Well, it's a mighty big mm. guy, but like, why did it take such a fancy to the town? Obviously, we can't find that out now. It's dead. Perhaps it saw us four and how hot we are and the beautiful, gorgeous faces that we have. And it was like, I'm so jealous of how uh, gorgeous these adventurers are. If, if I can't have them, no one will. And then it fo uh, fought the town. That's a mighty fine theory. Well, thank you, Cleo. I am recovered from recent brain injury, so uh, the affirmation, it makes my heart uh, warm and cool at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Durgan, when he says that, Durgan just kind of feels his heart, like trying to like figure that out, like where that feel. Like, does Durgan know where his heart is? He's feeling everywhere he can. Like he's in his belly a little bit. Like 
your butt. Like. I think I figured this Jax, out. when I get emotional, I feel it in my butt. <laughs> so I have felt feelings what? in my butt that have made me emotional. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right so. So, a butt, butt cheek brigade, where is our next destination? What do we do after this? Are we getting great reward and feast? I, uh, I think we were working from a deficit on this one, so I think the reward is the honor alone. But uh, I think we should check this guy out, though, so that we can get a confirmation for the town. Because if I, we uh, go back with nothing but our word, they still might not take it. Are his mm. antlers I, uh, special iron? Oh, he's only. Uh, no, no. These are like these are like antler antlers. These aren't like magic iron antlers. Sorry, I want to break one off over my knee for a trophy. I. There, you, there, you're not gonna break this on your knee. I would like to attempt to roll. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, like, okay, if you want. Is there a what? way to make see if this is? Antlers I'm actually gonna see. Bone, I'm actually gonna dude. see if you can attempt this. Um, what, what would I roll? Roll <laughs> would, plus how iron. Hard is this? Roll plus yeah, iron. Yeah, I think I think that's a plus iron. Yeah, with a All take right. a minus one. This is like this is like thick minus antler. One. Antler's hard. Let's roll up these two d tens. We have a, a six and a five. Rolling up the d six. Five plus three is eight. Minus one is seven. So I guess I'm full of shit. Durgan, like, <laughs> under, like <laughs> underarm, you, like, you have to, like, underarm carry this, pick this thing up, and, like, tilt the whole head, like, prop your, prop your leg on the ground, pick up the antler, <laughs> and, like, slam it, like, into your, into your knee. And it hurts like a bitch, but it I does would like great. To be, I would like to take a wound from this, if it's all, if it's okay with you. <laughs> a wound? It's huge. A wound? <laughs> Not just harm? A wound? I'll take, if you're gonna, if, I'll take harm if, if you're gonna be benevolent to me. But I did just break this antler off over my, you, my okay. mortal land. Alright, sure, endure, endure harm. Roll plus health or plus iron, whichever is higher. Okay, uh, Jesus. plus, plus health. On me, I'm embracing the chaos, guys. Um, Love it. So the 2d10 come out. That's going to be a two and a four, uh, and then plus health, d5. You're, yeah, you're fine. Is, you're fine. Cool. Health is five. It's you're fine. Yeah, you get like, bruise, getting, I think you get like a bruise on the top of your knee, but like other than that, <clears throat> and maybe maybe you're like limping for like a day because you're like, oh, that was dumb. Why didn't I just cut it off? We have we have saws in town. What the fuck? Um, so yeah, you've got like this large antler. This thing's like the size of like your torso easily. It's very like these things were like like arms width across, right? They're huge. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can lug that into town. Yeah, Dargan, why did you do that? Because it's not it's not what we do. Is that for, like, you and your personal life? Are you going to carry that around always now? Oh, no, I just, you know, want to, like, give it over as, like, a say, like, hey, we did this kind of a thing. I mean, It's only, like, eight feet tall. You two are strong as fuck. You could have just dragged it. I guess. And you have a horse. I kind of, like, want it to stay as it lays, you know? 
I feel I feel I already feel bad about like you know killing it. The bloodline like, is the important part. Dergen, there is no honor to your village or bloodline in behave like dipshit. I, the one in the even even I, I mean, there is no honor in acting like this. Uh, I can help you in future. <laughs> I guess, uh... I love that we all sat here and let Emmett do this, and then I just... just... <laughs> <laughs> like, Matt was trying to intervene, you're like, no, do you well, even, do you even know what Durgan is doing before he does it? Like, he walks no, over, I just completely went over and did it. <laughs> <laughs> How are you supposed to know to expect that? And be like, why are you doing this? Like, this is just what I, this is just what my dad would, and I would do. What can you do but react? This is what your dad and you would do? do? Not... Do you not take the trophies off of the things that you kill? If it's a personal trophy of, like, proof of a hunt, that's one thing. But if it's evidence for the town, the antler is not the important part. I'm just worried with how you get it. Like, if I needed to get head of a, a large goat monster, I would not try to saw it off with my flaccid cock. I would tr get a, a saw or something, you know? Or, uh, some type of leverage situation. Good to see you haven't changed that much since your brain got better. Maybe I said I wouldn't <laughs> try to do that, Ker. <laughs> wouldn't. Maybe it might be a mighty fine idea to get someone in town to look at this beast too and figure out maybe where it came from. <laughs> I want to yes. look down at this fucking antler, and for the first time, Durgan, I think Durgan has this moment of going, "You know, you're right. Why do I do this?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> Huh. We just question his sense of self. <laughs> He's never thought of this before. This is just this is just what we do. Like, is this a intelligent creature capable of a speech, or just some fucking thing? Well, it's dead now. But did <laughs> you get like a vibe from it, Cleo? Cleo, you are the brain genius of the group. I'm just wondering what your uh, read on it was. I don't know if it was smart enough to talk, but. I mean, who knows? But also, more importantly, there might be more of them out there. Does talking really make you smart? No. Well, back to I the village I try to not look at Durgan after I say no. <laughs> <laughs> L, L, L. <laughs> um... I don't like the idea of leaving this here, because you never know what might happen. Would we be able to, to hitch this thing up to Stown and have him pull it into town? See what we can do. I want to try and lift this thing myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, lift it by yourself? <laughs> yeah. Plus iron. That... Boy, how do you even fucking... What do you do today? He's trying to deadlift the troll. <laughs> I'm trying to, like... <laughs> He's gonna like iron, crawl underneath like it and three then try to stand up. Two. A minus, a minus two plus iron. <laughs> three. Okay. This is like minus three plus iron. Minus like, three. Is... Okay. How is this more minuses than breaking an antler? Because breaking the <laughs> breaking antler, you only had to tip to the it. head up and like yeah. get leverage on it to snap the head, like snap this... the antler. It's okay. easier to break a bone than pick up a whole thing, right? Okay, he's. He, I I was imagining more like dragging. So he's trying to physically. No, that no, is that not what he said. Yeah. He said pick it up. No, you're right. Yeah, we <laughs> got. Gonna, okay. I feel like he's gonna like get underneath, 
hook one armpit, hook the other armpit, and like then he could. But he has to like lift up bodily this thing. That's like imagine trying to pick up like a gorilla, but more gorilla. Yeah, no, but like, I, 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 you're fucking heavy. That's your logic heavy. is very sound, and this is dumb as fuck. But I will say I rolled a one and a two on the d10. Um, uh, straight roll coming out. That's gonna be a five. <laughs> Minus three plus three, it's five. So I'm gonna get this thing. All right. So, oh, okay. I'll just I'll drag it. And I John Cena. I'm learning lessons today. So yeah, you hook that. You get underneath. You you get underneath this thing's head of like, like like flopped over your head, and like off to the side. You hook one arm under the armpit, the other arm under the armpit. You lift this thing's chest up, and you're like. One step at a time. It's not fast, but it's up. And like its feet are dragging in the dirt, its knuckles are dragging in the dirt. It's got one antler that's like you're plowing antler. Like but you're you're doing it. It's gonna take forever. And you lug it to town. There has to be a more efficient way to do this. He does know we have horses in town, right? Well just you know, at this point. I kind of figure we just let him do what he wants, and he'll tucker himself out. <laughs> yes, uh, some man will not learn lesson from paper and words, and instead must be taught through blood and broken bone. Yeah. See, I'm more, I'm more afraid that he's not gonna tucker himself out. Well, I mean, he, like he's doing it. Yeah. yeah. The same job is getting done. You don't be a buzzkill care. <laughs> ah shit, Eric and everyone look sprinting like he's like I'm doing it then all of a sudden just boom right past him as he's like carrying Signa and Cleo, I guess, will follow up from behind watching this feat of Titanic. We strength. get the shot of like you the the three people running. And then off in the background, you see this little, like, it looks exaggerated. This little tiny dot of Durgan, like, <clears throat> Thank you for listening to Dice Age Ironsworn. If you like what you heard here, please consider following and rating the show on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and even Amazon Music slash Audible. You can follow the show on Twitter at Dice Age Podcast, all one word, and give us feedback there as well. The Dice Age Ironsworn theme is produced by Miles Blackwood, who you can find at blackwood.io.